The following podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The views and opinions expressed in the podcast are those of the host and of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any entity that the host and or guest have, are, or will be affiliated with. Any content provided by the hosts or any of the guests are their opinion. Literature discretion is advised. All right, hello, and welcome to Throwing Tomatoes, the podcast where we take a random look through uh, movie history. Except for this time, since it's wintry, we are now throwing snowballs for the holidays. Here we have uh, Flower, a.k.a. Ray. Hello. We've got John, a.k.a. Beetlesaurus. How's it going? And we have a new person on the podcast. We have my brother, Noah. What's up? So, the randomizer that Xander chose for us, <laughs> so he decided not to be here for, uh, was The Family Man, a 2000 movie. Really left us with the bill and ran, didn't he? Yeah, he, he really did. To play golf, actually. Oh my god. This, this I man, cannot think of something less interesting to do. This man uh, gave us a movie with Nicolas Cage and went to play golf. Terrible. That's Terrible. Bold. That's bold. <laughs> so, has anyone heard of this movie outside of today? No. I think no. I remember the commercial. I, I feel like I it. knew it existed somewhere in the deepest corners of my mind. But I have for sure never seen it. I... I don't know what this never entered my brain. Beanie, have you seen it? <laughs> Guess not. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, according to Wikipedia, this is a 2000 American romantic fantasy comedy drama film. Those are all words that were stringed together. They are indeed mm-hmm. words that are put in the same sentence, but are they relevant? I don't know. It has Nicolas Cage... The poster's so, kind of creepy. Some other people I don't know, and Don Cheadle. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage, Taya Leone. I don't know who that is. Then. I don't know who that is either. Saul Rubinek is a name I know. Oh. He looks familiar. He looks familiar. I think he was... Is it? And Don Cheadle, obviously. I think he was in... Honestly? I don't. Don Cheadle is Colonel Rhodes in Iron Man. War Machine. Oh, war Machine. Yeah, okay, cool, he's War cool, Machine. Cool, 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 cool. I feel the, like... The second War Machine, I feel right? like... Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Saul Rubinick gets cast as Jewish guys. <coughs> he looks... Yeah. Is it wrong? Stereotypically. To, Jewish, yeah. yes. I have a feeling he gets cast as Jewish guys. Anyway. That's, Foreshadowing? I guess we'll find we're, out. We're going to find out. <laughs> Alright, so uh, when we return, we'll have seen The Family Man right here on Throwing Snowballs. So, we just watched The Family Man. Boy, did we. Yeah, it was a movie. That, that's It was a Nicolas Cage film. That was... The end, end, end of podcast. <laughs> that was two hours and five minutes of my life I will not be getting back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, this movie is evidence that Nicolas Cage is not human. He is an alien. Yes, in, in this TED Talk, I will... <laughs> I will prove to you. I will prove to you that Nicolas Cage is not human. If you've never seen Nicolas Cage run, this movie... 
my god. A lot of cage running. Or shirtless. You've never seen or, him shirtless. Yeah, yeah, if you've never seen him shirtless, this is your chance to see it three times. <laughs> His daughter even said in the movie, you're an alien. Yeah, that, that was... such a good job. He, it was ad-libbed. It was ad-libbed. <laughs> the, the kid ad-libbed Yeah, that. She, she just like, that was her meeting Nick Cage the first time. <laughs> she immediately picked up on it and was like, you're an alien. You know, they say that animals and kids see things that adults don't. Yeah. So I can believe it. That's why they can talk to all the demons in the walls. <laughs> or in the TV. Yeah. Red Ram. To uh, go back to your point, Nicolas Cage runs like an android explained to an alien how to run. Yep. <laughs> like it's, just, I know you can't see me, but it's, it's... It looks like somebody learning how to do animation. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a pretty Trying good Trying to draw assessment. exaggerated running. That's a really good And assessment. that's Nicolas Cage. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Nick Cage run. In fact, everything about Nicolas Cage... Is an animator's dream. <laughs> he is a living claymation doll. He's a living cartoon. <laughs> he belongs in Roger Rabbit. Oh no. I <laughs> wish he had been in that movie. Holy shit. That would have been awesome. <laughs> I don't know if he was famous then. What was that, like 85 or something? Wasn't that old? 85. I thought it was in the 90s. No, it was in the definitely in the 80s. What? I can Google that while you continue talking. Anyway. So we should probably start at the beginning of this plot i guess we can call it i was about to say it wasn't the beginning of a movie because it felt like we started in the middle yeah Yeah. there's a lot of um exposition at the beginning there yeah they cram it all into three minutes 88 oh i was close so yeah the (coughs) this movie took the bold choice of saying you know what you know what i hate plot structure yep Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm And so we start in the middle of, what's his name, Jack Campbell? Jack yeah. Campbell. How did, I, how did I remember that? And, and his girlfriend from college, Kate. Yeah. So Jack Campbell is successful Wall Street something or another. Not yet. Not yet. He has he's to go going, to London first. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I forgot the actual, uh, the, the end. so the end of a Hallmark movie happens. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and it's 1980-something. Well, it's 13 from 2000. So, 1987. 1987. Yeah. He has to go to London. So he's got, to complete like, an his education or something. With, like, a bank or whatever. And she's going to finish up at... It was something with stocks, United? actually, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, stocks or whatever. Stonk. But <laughs> she was going to finish school as a lawyer. And then they were going to meet back up. That was the plan. Right. But instead, he disappears for 13 years. Well, she said, gets... don't get on the plane. She tries to talk him out of it, but he disappears for 13 years, becomes wildly successful, rich, famous, Forbes! <laughs> uh, I forgot about that movie. He, he just, there's a moment in the movie where he just yells, uh, I was rich, heavy, Forbes! <laughs> he just, he gets everything that he could think he could ever want. Yeah. And Don Cheadle is there to prove him wrong at the end of all. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, like a so of, um, Christmas Carol, Wonderful Life. The you want to say that loud enough for the? Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was a mixture of uh, a Christmas Carol and It's a Wonderful Life. I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life, so I can't make that connection. It was the bastard love child <laughs> of, <laughs> yes. of a Christmas Carol, and It's a Wonderful Life. Well, you take like 
the worst moments of each of those movies and put them in and then put Nicolas Cage in it. <laughs> yeah. So basically, take It's a Wonderful Life, take A Christmas Carol, put it in a blender, add a sprinkling of Nick Cage, but accidentally later. dump in the whole fucking thing. <laughs> like full Powerpuff style. I was about to say Powerpuff Girls, Chemical X, <laughs> but it's Chemical Cage. Yep. <laughs> Chemical Cage sounds like a documentary for Nicolas Cage's life. It really does. I'm here for it. Although, That's your next podcast. Although I think I played bass for them. <laughs> Chemical Cage. <laughs> uh, anyway, and all you have, all you also have to do is just before you even start this blender. You know how you put water or milk in something for a blender? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just cringe. Pure, oh, unadulterated yes, yes. cringe. So yes. Liquid cringe in every corner of this place. That's another good band name, liquid, liquid cringe. cringe. I don't think that there was a moment where I wasn't just like, can we fast forward, please? It, that yeah. And it lasts for two hours. It's literally a two-hour movie from the year 2000. Like this, They didn't start making movies that long until like 2008. I Why? Swear. Yeah. Well, maybe we weren't watching serious movies in 2008. Why would we? We had Kung Fu Panda. (laughs) Cars had just come out. Right. Yeah, Cars is anything but a serious movie. (laughs) How dare you not take Mater seriously? Um, So we have a Star Wars moment, which I wish this was a Star Wars movie. Honestly. Nick Cage would fit right in. Why hasn't he been in Star Wars, by the way? Because he's Nicolas Cage and nobody will be able to take it seriously. I was going to say. It's Star Wars. Nobody already takes it seriously. Not anymore, they don't. (laughs) It's because they already had Harrison Ford. They don't need two serious guys on set. (laughs) Well, Nicolas. Did I ever tell you You could just play an alien. He's perfect for the role. (laughs) Did I tell you what I recently heard about Brendan Fraser comparing him to Harrison Ford? Mm. Brendan Fraser is Harrison Ford if he ever seemed like he was enjoying himself. That is, that's, <laughs> that's true. How accurate is that? That's really true. I love that description because I fucking love Brendan Fraser. So I guess I guess Nick Cage is like Bizarro World Harrison Ford. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, he he's, he's in all these serious dramas. Bizarro Ford. He really is. <laughs> he's in all these dramas and he does like roles that are supposed to be serious, but since he's Nick Cage. You just you, he goes you off the laughing. rails. Yep. Yeah, like, Forbes, <laughs> Forbes. Like, and, like uh, I was telling you earlier, watching Gone in sixty seconds. It is not a comedic movie. It's mm-hmm. not supposed to be funny. It's not supposed to be cheesy or anything like that. It is a serious movie, and Nicolas Cage is in it, so you cannot help but laugh. Right. Um. So the the girlfriend says, you know, I have a bad feeling about you getting on the plane. He gets on the plane, he disappears for 13 years, and he's got this Forbes-style life. Right. He's, he's a, practically a GQ article yeah. waiting to happen. It just, it's, <laughs> it's like uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Like, yeah. Except for instead of cocaine, it's eggnog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he has a call usually call. a new woman in his bed every night, and... Has wild expectations of what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In he, his in his penthouse apartment, he was like, "Come over on Christmas, and I'll pour eggnog all over you." <laughs> right, like, which Ew. is uh, disgusting, unsanitary. 
Just I know who do you one of I mean obviously he's gonna pay somebody to clean that up but I I do not pity that person. It's one of many moments where you could safely say have a title card that says and they all got a staph infection and died. (laughs) 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 It's just so he's living this life. He's got this big multi billion dollar merger uh, available coming soon in his company. That he is like the head of, and everybody's counting on him to rein it in. And he just, like, he he's going home that night mm-hmm. and goes into this gas station pit stop. Yeah. Whatever, this corner store. He stops yeah. by a corner store real quick to get some. For eggnog. eggnog. For, yeah. yeah, eggnog. Literally to buy eggnog. He is holding it when he's walking up to the counter. And he... He see this guy comes in, uh, kind of Don Cheadle, Don, played by Don Cheadle. He looks kind of rough, and he's like, uh, "Hey, man, you got to honor this lottery ticket." He's talking to the uh, to the cashier about honoring this lottery ticket that looks sketchy. The cashier isn't trusting him. Things get a little out of hand. He pulls a gun. Yeah. Nicholas Cage tries to defuse the situation. Yeah, he he talks him down by saying, "You know, I'll." In a respectable way. Yeah. As a, as a good person. He says, I'll you I'll buy the lottery ticket from you for a few hundred bucks. Yeah. He says, that lottery ticket, you'll get, what, $30 from it? Right. And he says, I'll but give I'll give you $200 and, you know, we'll just go our separate bucks. ways. Yeah. He and goes, and we'll just, we'll just call it like a... A business transaction. We'll just make it a business deal, you know. Yeah. And uh, diffuses the situation and... They walk out together. Yeah. And Don, Don Cheadle's like... So, uh, why are you caring about me so much? Because he starts saying, well, you know, you, you could, there's some programs you can get yeah, into. Yeah, why are you carrying a gun? All you're going to do is get yourself in trouble. You know, well, there's places for people that need help. And let's not forget that he immediately calls him Jack. Like, he knows his yeah, name. Yeah, Don Cheadle knows this character's name. So, we automatically know Don Cheadle is the Christmas angel at this yeah. point. Yeah. The the ma- the magic, does this fall under the uh, magical old black man trope? I guess. It has yeah. to. I mean, he's he's got Morgan Freeman power in this movie. Yeah, because yeah. it's like white guy shaken out of his life of his by life. magic black man. And so, yeah. like, yeah, he Ooh. he starts talking to Don Cheadle about well, everybody needs something, and then Don Cheadle says, "Well, what do you need?" And he says, "Nothing. I've got everything." No, and he's like, "Oh, really? You're gonna regret yeah. saying that, you stupid yeah. son of a bitch! Yeah. <laughs> you wait." <laughs> Oh, do you now? <laughs> he goes, look at you. You got everything, you know? And then he wakes up in a different bed. Yep. He, he goes home and wakes up in a bed with his girlfriend, Kate, who is now his wife. And she's on his tummy. Woken up by two children and a dog. On Christmas morning, right? Yes, on yeah. Christmas morning, no less. Uh, so he has what any no- normal person would have. A crisis and leaves. That boy dips. <laughs> he fucking bailed, walked right past the in-laws and left in his shitty little minivan. He went out for he went out for eggnog and never came back. He uh, shows up at his apartment. They don't he, know him. Yeah, he goes to where work. his usual apartment would be, and they won't let him in. They treat him like he's a crazy homeless guy. Which he shows up at his place of work. They treat him pretty much the same. They're, His the, name the, isn't even on the plaque anymore. It's like yeah, that. the doorman is like, I don't care who you are. We're closed because it's Christmas. GTFO. Which for some <laughs> reason, why is the doorman there? If 
they're closed and it's Christmas. He's a, he's like the security guard. <coughs> it's Christmas. Go home. Oh, Some, <laughs> people are gonna break in on Christmas. True, but so he he's not even he doesn't exist as himself in this universe. He is now a father of two and husband of a lovely wife that cares about him very much, and he's a shitty fucking human being. <laughs> very, very much. Yeah, we'll get into his shitty human beings yeah. in a in a minute. Oh, also, he's on a bowling team. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually the. I don't I think don't, it was meant to be funny, but that was but probably was the hilarious. I just don't think that that's a typical suburban dad role. Like, what, to bowling be on a bowling man? team? I don't know. You've watched The Incredibles, <laughs> <Bowling>. right? <laughs> Lucius comes by and they go out to go bowling, quote unquote bowling. They go quote unquote so, bowling, but like that's, that's so people, different. People that's bowl, like a apparently. different time, too. Though. I didn't know and people did that. And also just a cover up. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't know. But he, he ends up at... That's your future, what is, uh, married please man. Please don't tell me that I'm going to start bowling. <laughs> no, you're not. You are not a closet bowler. You stay home. <laughs> Neither of us are. We suck. You stay in that bowling we, closet. Yeah, my we boss. found that out recently. Her boss took us bowling, and we both suck. Yeah, and he, didn't uh, enjoy it. He killed no, us. No fun. No, no. But, so, like, he ends up on accident at his... New life best friend's house. That's a weird way of describing has, it, but yes, go on. Has a continuing existential crisis. <laughs> uh, his friend walks him home like a drunk. Talks him down and, first. Yeah, talks him down because he thinks he's actually suicidal, but he's not, just confused. There's also the, li- the line of, you know suicide rates are up on Christmas. Suicide and he gives- rates jump like 30% on Christmas Day or whatever. <laughs> and he gives him a look and he's like, I probably shouldn't have said that. I'm yeah. like, no shit. No, no shit. <laughs> so he takes him home. We find out it's been hours, literal hours. Six hours. They opened presents and did breakfast without him after he disappeared. Nobody was concerned enough to go looking for him. No, but they were she, concerned enough to call the, the cops. They called the cops, but they still opened presents. <laughs> I mean, I'm what did sorry. you? Where did you think he was? The if, man runs out in a fright. If my dad runs out the house, my mom is going to be like, okay, kids, stay in your bedroom. You can't go see the stockings or what Santa brings. Like, you for me, stay. it would be kids, get in the fucking car. We're going to go find your parents. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> what? Like, does he do no. that? That makes me think. Does he just run away often? Right, like the way the fact that they just nonchalantly continue Christmas, and it starts a fight instead of like instead of I oh my so god, thank God you're home. Yeah. I thought you were dead. Like yeah, I called all our friends. I she even says I called all our friends. I called the cops. So did you do this after pancakes and presents, or did you do this right. before this pancakes and presents? Stirring? Like were you stirring the pancake batter on the phone with your best friend? Like. Like, like, I'm so worried wrong. about him, but I'm st- I'm still taking oh, the hold time. On, gotta add the blueberries. Yeah, I'm still taking the time to cook pancakes. Like it's it was a ridiculous argument. And you can't even make the excuse that there wasn't a car there because in laws showed up in a had caddy, just shown up so. in the It left before she before he got right. back. They had disappeared. For Christmas Day. Wow, they care so much got... about their uh, son-in-law yeah, and, well, and that's employee. The other, that's a, that's a, that is the other good point. Why the heck? You're employed your son-in-law. He's acting strange right. as he passes you. And you're not concerned about that. You're just like, ah, he's, he's weird, whatever. He's having a rough Christmas day. So maybe he does this For often. six hours. Maybe he does do this often, where he just kind of, like, dips. Maybe, in this alternate universe. It's not, it's not. He's Nicolas no Cage all no. the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, and we'll get into the ending when we get towards it. But I don't understand, what I don't get 
is like what in the world the, the point of the movie yes or no. of of why he was transported into this other guy's life he ruined both lives that's the thing nicholas cage or jack campbell in the first life that we see him in it is not a bad life he, he seems is, pretty damn happy. He is content mm-hmm. with his life. He is alone, but he has booty calls whenever. So he's cool with that. Yeah, and he and seems this, to be over her. He's Right. He's not thinking about her anymore. In fact, she calls and he re- rejects to call her back and doesn't even really have to think twice about it. He, he makes ca- jokes about it to his coworkers, but that's it. He kind of like goes, huh, that's weird. I hadn't heard from her in 13 in years. In 13 years? Huh. Do, haven't thought about her in crazy if I wake up in her bed tomorrow. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be crazy if she woke up in my bed tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. But I would have at least called her back. That's Well, that's I guess the, as a human being. Yeah. Like Nicholas Cage yeah. is an alien. Yeah, maybe maybe on his planet the culture's different. <laughs> right. But. Maybe they don't maybe they don't return calls from lost lovers. I but don't know, I would have at least seen like what the fuck she wants. Right. See, that's my curiosity is how do you get a call from somebody you haven't seen in thirteen years and not be like is want? everything okay? Did like why me? Why did, did you call me? Are you in prison? Like, <laughs> what was the father-in-law's name? Al. Ed. Ed. Big Ed. I would have been like, did Ed Ed's die? Tires. Big Ed's tires. Because you dated just... her for however long, so I would be. Yeah. And she said, "Oh, Ed had a heart attack, and that's why we stayed in town." So maybe I would have been like, "Oh shit, did Ed die?" Yeah. Yeah. But either way, no, Ed's dead. By the, in this in this universe, Ed's definitely dead. Yeah. I just there's just. I don't even know if the middle part is necessary. Like, Most of really the movie is unnecessary. Because, like, you just go through this everyday human life, you realize <coughs> what it is he was going to miss if he wasn't there, which By the way, not too hard about. Months of this suburban life. Yeah, not, that's, yeah. Not a few it days. feels like days, but not, fam. This is like three full the, months. He's th- there past at, Valentine's. You think at most he's there for a week, but then we see Valentine's Day. This this movie's time scale is so bizarre Wild. because it was like it gives you a date for the prologue and then when you see him next I don't remember if it says present day or is it it tells you like 2000 or I think it said the date because oh no it just said 13 years later. Yeah. yeah. And so where he was which was It said 13 was. years later and it was Christmas Eve that day. Yeah. yeah. So that's all we really had. So yeah. I mean, so it's Christmas Eve through Valentine's. So we're talking up into February. So this is Three not... Months. Three months of this he goes through. And first of all, by the end of three months, he's still bad at it. Like, he still <laughs> can't even pretend that he's learned anything in this suburban I, life. And and honestly, I think in the, in the universe where he learns his lesson, quote-unquote, and goes back and, like, talks to her and, you know, get, you gets know, her... Gets to, the girl. Gets the girl. Which I would not be going back to that hot mess. I'm well, sorry. we'll get to that. We'll <laughs> get to his, we'll get to his hot mess. Um, so he's like acting all strange and like he gets walked back to the house and she like chews him out instead of being worried. Yeah, she just yells at him. How how dare you leave on Christmas morning? Don't even tell me you're leaving. Like what the f- no? It's it should be. Oh are my god, are you okay? <laughs> Y'all's what commu- happened to you? Their communication must suck. If well, we see that throughout the whole movie, their communication sucks. We clearly see it sucks because they're not talking about issues that are currently occurring. And we've got daughter ex machina up in here too. She fucking saves his ass on just about everything except the anniversary. 
Which is, to be fair, she is so young. You cannot she's say like that six. against her. <laughs> yeah, she's she's like six, so yeah. It's not I her mean, fault. Some, somehow has her entire family's daily schedule down to I mean, the letter. I know some, I've... I mean, I kind of yeah, knew our daily life at six. And when I was in kindergarten, I kind of had an idea of what the general gist was. But like dates, like important dates... I didn't know my birthday when I was six. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I still forget my birthday annually. But I was going like, sometimes I have to remind you. What do you mean sometimes? We've been together for a decade and you every year have to remind me. <laughs> so the, so what were... It's a decade. It's been six years. So what, oh, what you're... So what you're telling me is if this happened to you, John, it, he would be it would be this movie. It would be this movie. <laughs> it would just and I would just there nothing would have changed Beanie, for me back, because if know, I had right? dated him initially and then, you know, it's been thirteen years, I mean, this is this is John. John's not he's the same. This is him. Like, this is it. I don't know. I don't know. If if it had been thirteen the years thing? from high school when we started dating, if we stopped dating after high school and 13 years went by, I don't know if I'd be okay. <laughs> no. Because I, I don't was think, not in a good place. I don't think you'd be no. on this planet. I don't, yeah, I'm just going to be real I, with I you, man. I wasn't sure if I could go there, but I well, don't know let's, that I would Let's be. be real. The both of us probably wouldn't be here. But that's a whole nother story. That's a whole other universe. We had some shit going on, y'all. <laughs> anyway, Nicholas but like, Cage. <laughs> but like the memory thing, I'd be able to give yeah, you my a pass always been every trash. five minutes. Because I'm like, I'm just John. I'll brush it off. But like, yeah, like damn, if, Nick Cage, come on, bro. Like it, like it. And the same thing would happen to me. I don't. I don't have a significant other at, at this point in my life. But if I woke up, start writing in. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I'm not exactly in the market. We'll anyway. Open a PO box. <laughs> so <laughs> save your applications, please. This might get me in trouble in a couple of years. <laughs> What's that? What's that old movie where like it's like the guy he has people writing in to send him like date requests or whatever? Do you know what I'm talking about? Sleepless in Seattle or whatever? Is that what it's called? That's no. a, I thought that was a show. No, I don't maybe know. I don't know. Anyways, that's just kind of what I imagined just then. <laughs> you have your own radio show and you're waiting for somebody to write. I mean, I technically have my own radio show. But you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> all these requests, it's like that movie. It's funny. Uh, so anyway, forgetful Nicolas Cage doesn't have the excuse that John or I would have. Right, which is shit memory. Absolute shit I mean, memory. I feel like he does have the excuse of waking up that, completely like... In a different place. That is one thing. I'd say the first month you get free trial. Yes. Yeah, that, I mean, Every month after that, you better step up, brother. I mean, I would just feel like, okay, uh, they're having a midlife crisis. I mean, that's all I can assume. He's because... dirty. But, I mean, sometimes it hits early. That is a thing, though. Why if does you everybody to... start freaking out when 30's around the corner? What is that about? It's well, just you... another year. Well, if you live to 60, then 30's your midlife. Right. But we're Whoa. not in the Middle Ages anymore. <laughs> People have a they, life expectancy still, of around eighty. This is not around <laughs> as much. Yeah, just don't, maybe, don't drink maybe dirty whatever water. Whatever alien species Nicholas Cage is dies yep. in sixty Earth years. <laughs> maybe anyway, this isn't like an how actual. Old movie. Is I was Nick just Cage? about to Google Nicholas. Hold on, I've got it. I think he's like in his late fifties, early sixties. Nicholas Cage. Anyway, definitely hit that that peak. Nicholas Cageage. Yep. 57 years, y'all. He's getting close to the end. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. Christ is his national treasure. <laughs> he is a national treasure. <laughs> Honestly, yes. In Wait, inter- I thought he was from Canada. No, he's he's from the United States. Is he? I think so. I thought he was. You have his profile 
<laughs> profile? Yeah. Wikipedia. I, I do. I do. Facebook. I do. He was born in Long Beach. Yeah, oh. he's, he's Cali. He's from California. His uncle is Francis Ford Coppola. Oh my god, he's been married like five times. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, oh, he's, he's a cra- Well, if this movie's in the indication, he's yeah, his, terrible his, at his, he's terrible at marriage. Y'all, his middle name is Kim. <laughs> That's incredible. Nicholas Kim Coppola is his real name. Yep. Um, Nicholas Cage. He chose a good name. He did. Uh-huh. He's a big comic book nerd. Oh That's God. why he chose have Cage. You, have you seen him with a fucking beard? Oh, he looks. Oh my God, he's not oh, looking okay. He looks like Mel Gibson. He yeah, he looks like a he's the fat Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> he probably grew his beard for a role. I've seen him without a beard in something recently. Anyway. Whoa. Joe Exotic scripted series starring Nicolas Cage. What? What? Wow, that was... Not going forward. Okay, uh, good. Okay. Okay. I'm a little disappointed. Talk I want to see Nicolas Cage play Joe Exotic. Talk about a fever dream. Talk about typecasting. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell how interesting this movie was. This movie, this movie, I will forget about this movie in 20 minutes. I hope I forget about this movie. What's this movie called? <laughs> Family Man. I almost said Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it would have been more memorable. Yeah. Because oh. at least we would have something to re- refer it to. Yes. This, so, I guess, overall, what we need to say is this movie was a huge waste of about an hour and 45 minutes. It was a mess. It was a waste of Danny Elfman who did the score. Yes. Danny, we didn't bring that up yet. Yeah. Danny Elfman did the score, but it was... It was beautiful music. I couldn't pay attention to it. It was wildly overshadowed by Nicolas Cage. Oh, that's fair. And Nicolas Cage chewed so much scenery, I guess he started chewing the soundtrack. Because, good lord, he has some, like, freak out moments. And give it to the casting department. They saw this dog shit script and went, you know who's who could... Pull off pull being off. an asshole and confused, Nicholas <laughs> Cage. Nicolas Cage. <laughs> All I, however, I am of the mind that any movie will be three times more interesting if Nicholas Cage, Cage is in it. it. I, mm-hmm. yeah. I 100. It do. doesn't make it a good movie if Nicholas Cage is in it. It's just it just makes it interesting. Yes, and this if Nicholas Cage was played, his character was played by somebody else. It this movie would have been. So, I, I would have stopped watching. It would have gone straight to DVD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might have still gone straight to DVD, honestly. Honestly, if, yeah. Not if it's on this list. This, this. It had to be theatrically this released. This was in theaters. Yes, it was. In the people year. People wasted this money. movie. Yes, we did. I'm looking up. Yes, we did. <laughs> 2000 was a as, as a human race, we, <laughs> we attended <did>. this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this was first contact from Nicolas Cage's species. They wrote it to... (laughs) (laughs) This is what they think human behavior is. Because nobody acts like a human being in this movie. Least of all Nicolas Cage. The wife acts like he... uh, Her husband, Jack, just walks out every five seconds. Would you like to know how much this movie grossed in theaters? First of all, the budget for the movie. Mm -hmm. What's the budget? $60 million. Okay. Which, okay. Not bad. That's, right. I think that's pretty, that's respectable. Pretty that's basic. Average. Yeah. That's average in two thousands money. Was. In two thousands money, that's pretty respectable. And nothing too crazy happens. No, it's mostly mostly Just, shot on location. <laughs> Just right. for the Ferrari problems. Right. They pr- half of that was renting a Ferrari. <laughs> and the cameras. Right. That was probably it. And probably Nick Cage's salary. Yeah. Yeah. Nicholas Cage honest. will do anything for like half a hand sandwich, and his <laughs> name 
on the thing. Well, yeah, as long as they gave him front billing, I think he right. would have done this movie regardless. So what do you think this movie grossed? A uh, hundred mil. Um, I'm going to say, uh, I'll say 200 million. Any guesses? Uh, I think, I'll go to the middle of 150 million. <laughs> okay, you two are very close. $124 million. In Hell year. yeah! They <laughs> doubled what they spent on the movie in profits from this movie. That is mind-blowing to me for how shit this movie was. Who saw this movie? movie? I guess. What, what, A bunch of couples. What that says to me, though... $124 million in the year 2000 says there were people that saw this twice. Wait, can we like pull up like a commercial for this movie that would have been like shown? Yeah, pull, pull, I'm just pull curious. Up a, pull up Based a trailer. on the trailer. Got it. Pull Based up a trailer, trailer and I'll, ta- I'll take it out so I don't get DMCA'd. So. We just watched a trailer for the movie. <laughs> out of curiosity to see what people saw before they paid to actually watch it. I wouldn't have gone. I wouldn't have gone? the whole fucking movie. That was literally the whole... Okay, guys. That was a two and a half minute long trailer, Here, by the way. Quick That's take. a long movie trailer. Quick take. If you don't want to see this movie, but you want to know what we're talking about, just watch the trailer. Just yeah. pull it up. That yeah. is the entire movie. We wasted two hours of our lives. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. We could have watched it in two minutes, not two hours. Yeah. <laughs> we could have. I'm but <laughs> for the integrity of the podcast, we I know. Had oh, why start now? <laughs> we had to submit ourselves to this punishment. Integrity, my ass. <laughs> we we definitely just paid for this the movie. Damn <laughs> <laughs> Some people paid money for this, right? <laughs> but um, and they saw it a bunch of times, so. I'm glad we saw the trailer because that reminded me of many of the cringe. And I thank you so much for playing that. So I had to relive that awful, awful cringe. That's going to add at least three minutes to my work towards forgetting this movie. So if the afterlife is like Loki where you just get the list of everything Everything. you've ever said, uh, I want them to burn this portion. (laughs) 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 Because I don't want to see that cringe again. Right. I've... I produce enough cringe as it is, just me existing. Yeah, same. I don't need my media to have cringe. And good lord is there cringe in this movie. Like uh We just watched the trailer and I've already forgotten the things that we <laughs> Yeah, for real. The singing. The cringe singing. The fucking opera singing at the beginning of the movie. The opera singing in the beginning. He later in the movie he plays his tape. Where it's like him singing. It's a home movie of him yeah. singing to his wife for her birthday. Her birthday. And, uh, the cake scene. Good yeah. lord. Oh. Making out, almost having sex on the stairs of their home covered in chocolate cake. Which that is was the yeast infection waiting oh. to happen. That was, yeast, that was the yeast infection scene. Again, you could have just, after that, you could have just cut to a title card that said, and they all got a yeast infection and, and died. died. And I would have been more satisfied, honestly. Right. Like, oh, well, that tracks. In that scene, actually, he ruins the moment and they don't have sex. So, like, yeah. He does that a bunch of times. Yeah, they, like three times? They, for a, a playboy, he's really bad at having sex. With his wife. Well, she's <laughs> yeah. not a bimbo. But, no, but that's the thing, though. She is genuinely interested, actually that. trying, and he <laughs> ruins it. <laughs> I don't understand Three that. Time. Oh, his species hasn't figured that out yet. Yeah. <laughs> he, he doesn't want her to see his alien member. 
They only mate through like his probe. <laughs> <laughs> they only mate through like really strange noises. Yeah, which is we explained it's a bunch spores. of Nicholas. Forbes. It's spores. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Forbes. one of the noises. Forbes. <laughs> the the other the other weird thing was he was uh, talking to his wife, and they're talking about how like, oh, did you ever? He phrases it like, oh, did you ever wish you had a different life? But he's right. remembering the life he had. And he's talking about, oh, you know, waking up with this fancy thing. And I take, get my coffee from this really expensive place. And then he says, holding the crisp feeling of the Wall of Street the Wall Journal. Street Journal. I've never touched is... a magazine or a, a quote-unquote journal and it feel crisp. Well, the Wall Street Journal is a newspaper. But you know what I mean. Like, I've never touched anything of that nature and it felt crisp. Newspaper dirty. as a texture, I was about to say, to me, it's it makes me dirty. want to wash my hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to get ink everywhere. Right. But ink I, I guess if you're so... <laughs> you me. Get out of here. <laughs> I guess if you're so rich, you can get a crisp Wall Street Journal, which I that sounds disgusting. I that yeah. has to just be it comes off the because press the like paper that, is cold. It's New York. <laughs> it's it, not crisp. It's cold. It comes off the press all gross feeling. I mean, it's just ugh. And then you walk by an underaged, underpaid child in a news cap yelling extra, extra. <laughs> oh, no, that's no. too far back. And no. you <laughs> flick him a quarter and back. he hands you a paper. <laughs> no, <laughs> far back. In that's this what era, rich people do, right? In this era, you go to the newsstand, yeah. and you pick up a stick of gum, and you yeah. pick up the, the... A bag of Funyuns, and, and a course. newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> Why the hell the Wall... I don't understand it's the Wall Street Journal. Because he was a stonks like, boy. He, he was a stockbroker. Uh, so... Gummy. Yeah. We didn't talk about him in his new life trying to get his old job back. Oh, oh God. Oh, my God. So... From his... Milk toast co-worker that, that now so funny. is some head hot of shot. yeah some hotshot piece of shit. So he he literally impresses the owner of his old company that does not know who he is. Just happens to so backing up a little bit, he just goes ah fuck it I'm in this life I might as well might adapt as well to it. And then immediate first opportunity turns away from that. Yeah, idea. exactly. So. I have a lot of problems. I have a lot of problems with that scene when he does things later. But um, so the boss gets like hits a nail or has a blowout and stops at his tire. Stops place. at the tire place, and he's and before that we see oh he's adapted to selling tires well because mm-hmm. he's kind of treating selling he tires. To fall into it, yeah, and he's he's pretty good at it. Yeah, and, and at the first opportunity he just ditches. And uh, he kind of impresses the boss in, in his office talking this stock and that stock. Right. You should have sold here. You should have merged How here. How he could have improved his profits with whoever and whatever. Yeah. And the, the boss is just like, why don't, when you finish with my car, why don't you bring it by yourself and we'll talk a little bit. Yeah. And so he meets his like, uh, his, like coworker. Who has the job he had in his old life. Yeah. And it's like, oh, now he's he's the piece of shit. Yeah. And. But he's and all except kids. He, he actually wasn't that bad. No, he, he had, had kids. He had a family you know, and everything. Character. He was just like, he was just, he was just more take assertive. My job. He was like, please. I worked hard for this fucking job, and how dare you come in here and try to take it out from under me, right in front of my fucking face? Yeah. 
And then he he goes and he kind of accepts the job. I want to say he does. He accepts. Yeah. He accepts the new job. He accepts it and then tells his wife about it. Yeah, which is not the way to go. You should... No, there is an order of operations here and he skipped a couple. Buddy, it, it's no, it's February. You should know this already. Right. I know you're used to being the bachelor life where you can just do whatever the hell you want. But that's not how this works and you should know it. And so she gets all upset naturally. And As he, well she should. Yeah. Like, basically, how dare you uproot our family just because you're having a crisis. Right. And he decides to go back and kisses the kids goodnight and, like, says all this sweet stuff. And he's like, just remember me. And honestly, there's so many things that he says in this movie that if it wasn't written by aliens, that a normal human being would be like, hey, man, are you okay? Yeah. Do you need some things? I know a good therapist. Like, do you need somebody to talk to? Because, like, there's a bunch of things like, oh, just remember me. Just promise you'll remember me. And he walks out. I'd be like, that's concerning. He's about to commit suicide. Yeah. He's going to drive off a bridge. Right. Like, the, people people dance around this thing of him acting like this at, that are totally normal human signs that they're about to end it like yeah they have reached the end of that thread and they're done the only person who ever addressed suicide was the friend at the very beginning when he makes but the then comment he, he but then that's it that's it that is the only remark yeah and it is honestly all these warning signs to a normal human being that something is going wrong right that but they since, at the very least need therapy yes but since this movie was written by martians or people from venus that apparently these are just normal things that a guy having a midlife crisis does you know try to uproot his family uh flat just flat say it as somebody's face i'm gonna have an affair with that woman yeah. right to his to his best friend says hey this woman hit on me what I is would like you to give me her address. Yeah. And he's just like, what the fuck is wrong he's, with you? He phrases it as, write down her exact address. Yes. Which, who <laughs> says that, first of well, all? Well, and alien. on top of that, like, Brosif had told you at the very beginning of the movie, after you have this whole midlife crisis episode on Christmas Day, you talked me out of having an affair. Now you're going to come back to the same man and say, I'm having an affair. Right. Now. Yeah. <laughs> and what? you're going to help me. And you're going to help me? <laughs> you're an accomplice. Dumbass. To my affair. I love, I love the, f- he has, a, he's always drinking too, which is another warning yes. sign. Yeah. Cause if Constantly you, drinking. If you notice like all the bottles he opens in the, this alternate universe life, they're all like new when he goes, there's a line that in the trailer and also it makes it in the movie where he goes to his desk at the tire place, opens it opens up, and there's it, a there's bottle of... it. Yeah. And he goes, you must have needed this every day. But it's full. Yeah. It he is never full. touched he it. He cracks it open and he like starts... Yeah. <laughs> and <Doc> chugs <laughs> Pours it. a bunch into a, plast- into a paper cup and downs that shit. And he does the same thing at the Christmas party where it's... Oh my God. Two, yeah. two he glasses of whiskey in... He just, succession. Dude, he just slams that whiskey. He ran to it. He legit <laughs> dropped everything and ran to the punch bowl. And then bowl didn't he area. turn around and start talking with his friends, just holding the bottle instead? 
Wasn't he just holding the whole fucking No, he bottle? was holding the glass. He poured himself a third glass oh and nursed it during the conversation. And then they said something... They said something... Uh, like, he goes... One of the friends goes, Oh, you know, it's my big day tomorrow. And he goes, Big day. And then, like, downs it. Yeah. And big day. Chug, 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 chug. And the guy goes, Yeah, I'm having triple bypass surgery tomorrow. First of all, fuck you for making him... Like for for making him guess at what the big day is like, <laughs> that could be a lot of things. Yeah. We, we made the point watching the movie. I wouldn't know what the fuck that is, even if it was my everyday life. I wouldn't know what the fuck it is either. If like, are you getting married? Girlfriend? Birthday? Bar mitzvah? What? I don't know. <laughs> like your mom's getting surgery this week. Yeah. If she had it's today the big day, walked I'd up to me like, and said what? tomorrow's the big day, I'd be like, what the hell are you talking, talking about? about? <laughs> are you guys renewing your vows? Are you? Yeah, I'd be like, what's dying? Like, what, do you like, mean? <laughs> what do you mean? What's what? It's not Christmas yet. We've got another right. Week. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, you. So your a normal human brain goes into panic mode and goes, right, what, what did I, I forget? What did I forget? <laughs> right. So fuck that friend for doing that. <laughs> First of all. Second of all, what is tomorrow's the big day? Triple bypass surgery. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm that going is into not. The <laughs> that is not the big day. That's not what. No, that's. I'd be hey, somber about it. Say oh, a prayer yeah. for me. I'm gonna go drink a fifth of whiskey and pass out until tomorrow morning. <laughs> and then they cannot. I like how he he operate on me. One of the few human comatose. moments where he goes. Are you sure you should be eating that much? Yeah, he like, the guy's got like a plate full of ribs, and he goes, "Are you sure you should be eating all of that?" <laughs> he's like, "Oh, you know, classic uh, Jack, you know, all yeah. the kidder," and he's like, "Not joking." <laughs> Which yeah. I mean, because he's, he's like, because, yeah. he is like, trying to adapt to this group of people he's supposed to hang out with, and they're not doing him any favors. No, they are not. They all kind of suck. <laughs> yeah, but you I mean, like, I, I say that, but all of all of. Our friends and like our friend group were all assholes to each other. So yeah, like, but it's in a friendly way, right? I mean, you. But I don't think I'd text you and be like, "Hey, tomorrow's a big day." <laughs> I'd be like, "John texted me what?" Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he replied to me for once. He didn't forget to answer for a week. It is not about business. What? <laughs> <laughs> we're good friends, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I just, bad memory. Yeah, we just forget things, man. Um. Some more lines I'd like to spotlight before we get into our end segments. Uh, the kid, the daughter, goes, uh, says, like, oh, are you an alien? And they have that conversation. Yeah. And she goes, do you like kids? And he goes, well, on a case-by-case basis. Which, <laughs> That's a too. mood. I, I relate to that. That's a fucking mood. Um, I think I've stated on your, on your podcast before just how... Touchy I am on the subject of kids. Probably don't say touchy and kids in the same sentence, but... <laughs> it was unintentional, but I followed through as soon as I started. Um. <laughs> it's a case-by-case basis. It is a case-by-case Most case of the time, basis. I can't stand children. Most of the time, it's fuck them kids. But they're... The, the, I, you might not want to say that Yeah, yeah, yeah no, let's not say that either. either. All right. But uh, there all right. are exceptions to the rule on kids I can tolerate. Yes. I love my nieces. That's about it. (laughs) Related kids. (laughs) We're trading on some uh, landmines here. Uh, We'll just cut this. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) No, we won't. No, we won't. It's funny. (laughs) So I think it's time for our our two end segments. Um, Because we have a new guest, I'll explain them. So our first end segment is I look up the Rotten Tomatoes audience score. 
and we're going to play a game of higher and lower. So I'm going to pull it up real quick. One of these days I'll actually be prepared for the in segments in my, my podcast that I do pretty regularly. Ooh, this is fun. Um, so uh, I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to ask John last just in case he guesses it right off the rip again. <laughs> uh, so Noah, what, what do you think the Rotten Tomatoes audience score is? I'm, I'm giving it like a 17. 17? Wow. It's, I feel like I'm really low. It's but higher. It's higher? Right? I was going to say maybe like closer to... Like what? what's it between? It's like... They do all the way up to like 100, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's like zero to like 100%. 60. 60? It's higher. I'm going to say like a... 66? Ooh, you were one off. 67. Come on. I'm good at this game. (laughs) You really are. The other, I agree with... It's because I'm part of an audience. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's fair. We're a hive mind. The the critical score was 53, which is more accurate. Yeah. I'd give this movie a 53. That would probably be my rating, personally. Right. And speaking of your rating, personally, that's our next end segment is... What a segue. (laughs) Is the uh, is usually I ask, will you be throwing your tomatoes or keeping them in your pocket? But now I'll be asking, will you be throwing your snowballs or will you be keeping them in the freezer? Yeah, seasonal. Uh, <laughs> get the that ju- is really fucked up. You shouldn't freeze your snowballs. You'll kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're staying in the freezer. We're not throwing them at people. Uh, I guess we'll start. Uh, now, what, what do you think? Oh. Okay, I, I think I'm four out of ten is probably my answer. <laughs> that is, does not answer my question. What is your question? Are you throwing or keeping? Oh, I'm throwing them. <laughs> <laughs> With the fear of Nicolas Cage eating them and he'll, he'll them back catch out them in his teeth and <laughs> yeah, turn them into mini snowballs. Like a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spit them back out like Buddy Elf. <laughs> Just the human snowblower. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Ray? I will be starting a snowball fight. I'm going to be throwing them. That's the first time I've ever thrown. Yeah, it is. First time. Yeah, I don't blame you. John? I I think I'm going to keep mine for the sole reason that while I wouldn't say I like this movie, I don't dislike it enough to actually actively shit on it. I am so middle ground, I will make the snowball, set it down, and walk away. <laughs> well, that's still keeping, so... It's not in my freezer, though. I'm not, I'm not attached to that snowball. <laughs> it melts, it melts. <laughs> it's, it, this movie is so nothing to me that I don't have an opinion strong enough to throw or keep. I just cringed way too much to keep my snowball. I, I, <laughs> like, it physically I have to say, hurt me. <laughs> Nicolas Cage was in it, so I enjoyed it at least a little bit. Okay. That is that is all it takes for me not to throw my snowball. Well, I'm gonna agree with Noah and Ray here. I'm throwing a snowball hard, and I think actually I'm gonna freeze it first and then throw it <laughs> <laughs> on the off chance that the human snowblower doesn't shoot it back at me. Um, or maybe you're hoping he does and just takes it, you out. Just takes my lights out. Yes, uh, I'm I'm 100 with you, Ray. This movie was like. 
if they took cringe and put it in a syringe and put it in my veins, it's awful. It's so like, funny. I don't, I don't like cringe at all. And this movie was like, cringe is funny. Yeah. And no, ugh, it's no, it wasn't. It, it's just cringy. I don't know. I might, I might bowl my snowball at him. Very light rolling. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he won't snow blow it back at you. Yeah. All right. So, uh, we got the plugin. So go ahead, Ray, if you've got stuff to plug. No, not really. I have a I have a Twitch. I sometimes stream. You can find me at Sleepy Wheat Flower. Did you just forget your own stream? <laughs> yeah, I really did. Because <laughs> I was just gonna be like Flower <laughs> Twitch TV, but Slash no Flower. <laughs> <laughs> Sleepy Wheat Flower Twitch. There you go. Uh, you've all heard my spiel before, probably. Uh, the Beetlesaurus on Twitch, Instagram, Twitter. I've got a Discord as well, but I never for- remember to check it. Uh, and I do, I, I stream games. Hopefully, be starting art streams soon oh. if I get lucky for Christmas. And uh, yeah, you can check out my Instagram and my Twitter for art. I do commissions. Yeah, I, I mean, just haven't advertised that yet. <laughs> <laughs> he did the uh, he did the cover image for uh, this. All the freaking episodes. This is true. They always are... show up almost late, but I do them anyway. <laughs> and I uh, I really appreciate it. And probably expect nothing less. <laughs> You've known me long enough. You know nothing's going to be on time. That's true. Hey, everybody. Just Adam from the editing booth here. Um, I just screwed up the, the outro. Um, well, the promotion part of the outro, anyway. Um... And while it is funny to hear me screw up, um, it's more important that I get the outro correct. So here we are. You can find me on my Twitter at ChoNinja21. That is C-H-O-Ninja2 and 1. You can also find this show on Twitter at Tomatoes Podcast. You can also find this podcast at Podbean. That is throwingtomatoespodcast.podbean.com. You can also find this podcast pretty much anywhere that podcasts are found, such as Spotify, uh, Apple Music, and Google Play. If you like what you've heard and you'd like to help us out, please subscribe and leave a review. Uh, rate us five stars. Anything that helps us to overcome the algorithm and any of your support is appreciated. So, uh, since we've still got Noah here, how about you roll up our next episode? Oh, okay. No pressure, but if it sucks... It's it's, if it sucks, it, we'll blame you. So, uh, if you get your phone... Where's my phone? Uh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Uh, just Google random number generator. Don't mess it up. <laughs> no pressure. Hey, it's not on me, it's on the generator. It is. No, but we'll blame you. Yes. Uh, we have no qualms. Start at 1, end at... Uh, 136. Oh, yeah, we don't have to pick a year because it's just Christmas movies. Mm -hmm. Now hit it. 95. Ooh, 95 is Santa's sleigh. Gross. What's that? I don't know. What year was that? 2005. Oh, no. All right, so tune in next time for Santa's sleigh, the Christmas 
the classic? classic? Santa's sleigh in 2021 would be different. Yeah, it would. <laughs> oh. yeah. I'm pretty sure that's part of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> so tune in next time for 2005's oh. Santa's sleigh right here on Throwing Tomatoes.